Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Breakfast with Brokers. I'm here with one of my agents, Tom Worley, good friend for a long time. We've been in the biz for a long time, and uh, we keep calling each other and screaming about different things that drive us nuts in the market right now. <laughs> so we're going to call this Let's Be Frank, <laughs> and we're hoping this becomes like a monthly recurring situation but uh if you do not like cursing please do not go any further <laughs> in this podcast because, do, we, uh, do we hope that this becomes a monthly thing <laughs> yes, yes 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 so without further ado this is uh let's be frank with tom worley <laughs> All right, we are literally kicking this off, and I, Tom has brought all of his fun podcasting equipment. Uh, what is you, what is your podcast? What is it going to be called? Uh, well, they, they, it's going to be a video series, so I've got a couple of things going on. Right? I've got a how-to series. I'm going to discuss some of the topics that we talk about today, um, about how to sell your home start to finish. Uh, I've got a video series on YouTube that I'm going to cover that on. I'm also going to start a video series uh, utilizing the network, the EV network, um, and the network that I've built through the years, I'm going to call that one Worley Refers the World, and we're going to cover different markets uh, around the country and hopefully uh, eventually around the world with the uh, EV market. Uh, and they, their reach. So, uh, you know, it's a couple of different things going on that I'm, that I'm working on with the uh, you know, video series and some podcasting stuff. We are super high tech right now. I'm hooked up to a microphone. I know. I, it, I it, like amazes, it amazes me that you've done as many podcasts <laughs> as you've done through like the last couple of years. And you were literally holding. So, so you guys can't see us right now. But before we started this, right, Lisa didn't trust that the microphone would work. That is modern technology. Right? And she decided to hold the phone next to her face. Listen. And then she said to me afterwards, goes, wait, so this the phone, I don't need to hold it next to me because I have the microphone? Listen, I am a one-trick pony. <laughs> so And I'm a 90-year-old woman regarding everything technology. So. So, so talk about things about let's be frank, right? And, and, you know, let's be frank here, right? You are like the oh, modern realtor yeah. with the old school stuff, right? The the old yeah. school agents who still make you sign a paper document, right? Like like I you do, don't I understand do, do how to use general technology. All right, this is supposed to be angry at the the rest of the. We're supposed to be aligned. But you here. fired me up already. <laughs> so the reason the, we're the starting fact, this. the fact that the microphone you were you were amazed by a microphone that fires me up already. I'm amazed that any of this gets recorded and played on the interweb. So. Uh, the reason for this whole thing is uh, we're going to call this segment Let's Be Frank. Um, obviously, post-COVID, you know, it's funny. I think everybody, I couldn't, I was thinking the other day, I was like, why is everyone such, like, so, first of all, we, we should just preface it with this. There's going to be a lot of cursing here. The whole way we want to do this episode of this podcast is that we can be frank, right? We can be completely honest. If you are not okay with cursing or you're in a car with young ones or you're in a car with clients or <laughs> yeah, father-in-laws. Yeah. Turn I, this off. Turn this off now because this is just, this is the airing of grievances. This is Festivus, Festivus for the rest for of us. <laughs> we got a lot of problems with you people and now you're going to hear about it. So we'll pause and let you guys shut this off if, if you have young ones hearing. Excellent. Okay, moving forward. Yeah, so we, we started talking about this because we would call each other, you know, during COVID. 
um, and just be like, oh my god, you gotta hear this story. Like, you, you won't believe what this guy did. You won't believe this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you could write a book. I mean, volumes and volumes of books of people that are doing things in a crazy way. It's always been a crazy business, but I feel like us sitting in, inside for three years has just made it, like, ultimately insane. Yeah, and, and, and let's preface this, right, by, by, with me saying that this. I, I am by no means some rock star agent who, like, you know, has been, you know, in the game forever and, and has this whole crazy team under me and everything else like that, right? But I do enough business, right? And, and Lisa does far more than, than me, right? But I do enough business and I've had enough experience where, like, it's basic manners, basic <laughs> real estate etiquette and basic service etiquette to your clients. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Without further ado, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into some topics that uh, we need to be frank about. Let's be frank. <laughs> so let's let's be frank about. Uh, I mean, I think the, the one right now that's that's driving me nuts is this uncertain market panic that's happening. I feel like we you cannot walk down the street without getting like. I, I mean, it was happening to me at the coffee shop this morning. Lisa, what do you think about the market? Is it, is it, are we all going to hell? Is, it, is everything going to hell in a handbasket? It's like, oh no, the, the country is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make no mistake. But the real estate market's actually still quite strong. I mean, I think that is the topic that's probably reoccurring the most right now for us. And I think what people don't realize is it's like markets are cyclical. It's all, you know, five to seven years for a real estate market. We've had a really long, good run of just absolute craziness. Um, and it's it's actually better for everyone involved if it goes down to an, an even market where sellers and buyers are transacting in a normal way. Um, you know, I think what we've seen recent as of late, especially the COVID, especially in the suburbs, like that's not healthy for anyone. It's so you know, massive. So, so you know what's funny, right? Is is I have this conversation with with agents that aren't in Hoboken, right? Aren't aren't in, in the the urban environment, right? Hudson County. Uh, since I got into real estate, Hudson County has been. Uh, frankly, chaos, mm. right? Like, I mean, think about how many bidding wars that you've been in over the years for condos, yeah. right? That when you see somebody bid crazy numbers for a condo, right? And then you get the old, you know, oh God, this is taking us a different direction now, right? You get the old, mm-hmm. you know, the first time buyer who brings their mom in and goes, you know, the mom looks at it and goes, well, you know, I wouldn't pay this much for a home. Well, you wouldn't pay this much for a home because you're not living in a city, right? I right. get that this same price out in the suburbs gets you three bedrooms and a, and a yard, right. but that's not the case here, right? right? right, right. It, it's it is what it is, right? Um, it, you know, they. I think the one of the guys that that from the broke agent stuff, uh, uh, Matt Leonetti, does does a whole skit about, uh, you know, did a whole did a whole post about about exactly that the 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 first time buyer mom that comes in and like you know complains about stuff right he talks about <laughs> how many times can you just smile and go yeah well you know right and, yeah, it, and, yeah. like, and it's true right and and i talk to the to the suburb agents and i go what you guys have seen during covid right is like all this like crazy you know this this suburban sprawl right and these crazy bidding wars and, and waiving all these inspections and shit like that and you look at it and you go yeah we've been dealing with that shit in, in hudson county right. for years right right and and it's and it and buyers had had have had zero power you know, in really in Hudson County for a long time, right? Uh, however, the, obviously, COVID is, has completely spiked that and, and flipped that on its head, and, and yeah, now it numbers now is absurd. Again. 
yeah, but numbers, just, but numbers are absurd. Yeah, but that's that's like to the point. It's just everyone's just like, oh my god, the sky is falling. We have to whatever. It's like yes, you have to watch these interest rates for sure. Like you're you're going to lose buying power as a buyer sure. if you keep letting these interest rates go up. Sure. And yes, I think the market will correct itself. But we've had like something ridiculous, like thirteen percent growth year over year in just the Hoboken market. Sure. That's nuts. Like that's not sustainable. How, exactly. Crazy. How do you sustain that? Is right. Right. Is is, exactly. is at, what, at what point? At what point does it level off? Right. And at some point, you needed a leveling and a, and. And a, a borderline correction on it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you you can't just continue to go up and up and up and up. At some point, it's got to it's it's got to hit the roof, right? But then keep in mind, we have Sandy. We have I mean, Sandy's a perfect example. Everyone was like, "Oh, we'll never sell a basement apartment again." And like two weeks later, they were selling at a premium, completely redone because of the insurance money. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, "I, I give up." Like yeah. it, this is a very resilient market mm-hmm. to sell in. So mm-hmm. yeah, you might see some price corrections here and there. It's definitely slowing down, which means you're going to have two offers instead of nine. Sure. Like. Everyone relax. Sure. Like it's it's I, I it can't take it anymore. I can't take how many people are like, oh my god, should we sell our place? Like, where what's your plan? Like, where are you, where going? Are you going? You're going to sell at the top of the market. <laughs> You're going to buy at the top of the market. Right. You're already complaining about prices and the way that prices have gone up by so much. Yes. Okay. We could probably get you top dollar for your place, but what is your plan? Right. right? So and you're going to rent at six thousand dollars a month so and, all your and, kids fit in one house. Oh it's, my god. And and crazy. I and I talk about that in in the you know my my how to sell series right and and i kind of brought up the you know what's your why why are you selling yeah. right and that's a big thing for me when i sit down with clients is is what is let's find your why you're selling right yeah. because are you selling to take advantage of the market that's fine right and that's and that's well and good but what is your plan after this yeah right because you still work up here all of your family is still around here where are you going yeah right um you know, well, I, I want to take advantage of the market. Yeah, everybody wants to take advantage of the market, but yeah. sometimes there has to be the right time to take advantage of the market. And and if you don't have a plan to go anywhere, it, now it's not unfortunately not the time. So instead, refi, take the home equity, take the take the line of credit, take some money out of your place, and redo the kitchen that you've been wanting to do, or expand your house and make sure that you know make it what you wanted it to be. Right, um, right. Well, it's that whole adage like everyone trying to time the bottom of the market. It's like right. I was I was at like an Inman Luxury Connect one day, uh, one day, one year, um, and they had said they had an a real estate investor on there and he said he's like if you you know if you're trying to time the bar at the bottom of the market you've already lost like sure. people that invest in real estate invest constantly sure and then when you know the market takes a dip they just invest more it's a volume game right it's a numbers game it's yeah. a volume game right and 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 that was I, I was with one of my investors yesterday seeing uh seeing some four families out in uh west orange right and he had that we had that exact conversation he's like yeah okay he's like the market the market's shifting he goes but that's gonna that's opening stuff up for me yep because the people with real money, right? People, real true investors who have experience in this, they're not panicking. They're right. doubling down. Right. Right? Yeah. They're saying, okay, now this is this is a good time for me. This is mm-hmm. a good thing because it's getting rid of, right? These these sellers have had the luxury of making up numbers for the last couple of years, right? Yes. And, and, and just being like, I, I want this number, mm-hmm. right? Like they're freaking unicorns, mm-hmm. right? Um, now what's happened with interest rates is buyers are losing that power, right? You're taking your pool of buyers that go, well, I watched HG Network and I should buy HGTV and I should buy a two family and rent out one and right? Yeah, okay, now interest rates are higher. What are you doing now, right? So you've, you've shrunk your buyer pool down, yeah. right? To just people with real money. Well, guess what? Real investors with experience, they're not paying you that top dollar because it's a numbers game to them. Yeah. The rent numbers, the cap rates, the cash on cash return, it either makes sense or it doesn't, right? Yeah. So. Being able to make up those numbers, those days, those days are quickly coming to a halt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's just, it's amazing. It was it, on the buyer side too. It's like, oh well, we have to, you know. I think the urgency for buyers is these interest rates, right? If, mm-hmm. if are these interest rates rather? If if you 
if you're strapped to get, and especially in that million dollar price point, sure. right? If you're strapped and every dollar counts, yeah, you, you got to buy. I mean, these interest rates are not going to slow down anytime sure. soon. Um, but other than that, I mean, you see these people knifing each other to get, oh, sorry. You see these people knifing each other to get these houses. There was that, there was that one, I think it was covered in the Wall Street Journal. It was in um, Montclair, I think. It was priced at nine ninety nine 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 nine. Mm-hmm. It had like seventy two offers. Yes. Like yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, real number. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even exaggerating. Yes. It went up to something ridiculous, like seven hundred k over asking price. Like you have to live in that house forever. Forever. You're di- <laughs> they're burying you in the backyard, like you're on an episode of Yellowstone. Ah. <laughs> uh. I just saw something that that actually might be uh, season five is coming out soon. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Well, That's what we all should do. We should all move out west and just live the, off the land. One of the best shows on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Beth Dutton is my spirit animal. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think you hit it right on the head too. Like the like, it, it's just it's it's what it is what it is. And I think with that panic comes you know the, the downfall of a certain level of service, right? Like so when you have these markets where. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast, but your eyes just rolled so bad, oh so far God. back in your head. This is where the blood starts to fucking boil. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Is that us? Yeah. Oh, my God, that was fast. Shout out to Alfalfa. <laughs> Quick lunch. Fast over. lunch. Thanks, lady. Um, yeah, I think it comes with a certain level of... Appreciate you. It comes with a certain level of... Um, you know, if people just now there's a volume play, right? So now, like, even we saw it to your point in Hudson County. So now there's like, you know, agents are getting listings, they're falling from the sky, right? And now you have a situation where you you have a situation where you have people starting to like skimp on service, right? And so you have agents, let's say, a huge team going up against, you know, a, a solo agent. Solo agent, you're like myself, right? So. And and I've lost <laughs> I've like I've lost eight, I've lost deals right I've lost deals you know listings and everything else to agents that have teams right I I'm not going to compete with an agent that has a team if you're looking if you're the type of client and the type of seller who who wants you know a, a big name agent with a team and everything else great that's but why why do you think like I, I never got that to me like what who cares it, it, it's we all frankly we and here's here's the <laughs> you don't need to talk into your phone Lisa you're wearing <laughs> sorry, the microphone. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we all do the same thing, and then we don't, right? So there's like, yes, right, yes, we do the same thing, and then we until right up until we don't do the same thing, right, right. And and you talk about level of service, right? And oh God, you know, and, and listen, it's not the agents with the teams that are doing, you know, that that are that are really screwing up, right? The thing the thing about a team, right, and, and that you need to ask yourself is, is a person sitting across the table from you that you're that's in your home and sitting at your, you know, sitting on your couch and talking to you and and uh, you know, walking through your home to tour it and giving you the pricing. Are they the ones that are going to be handling the transaction, right? Or are they the face of the franchise? Let's just say, right? They're the they're the face of the team, and, and you know, in reality, they're going to get the listing. Their name's going to be all over it. And then your your point of contact is going to be a transaction coordinator the entire time, an assistant the entire time. You know, one of the agents, and you know, one of the very good agents maybe that are on their team, right? Who are you working with, right? And that's and that's my thing, right? But that also goes to like this whole, and I call it like the, the million dollar like listing mm-hmm. like movement, right? Sure. So you have these like, the, people have like made agents celebrities, even on a local level. Sure. And you know, like for me, years ago I said, I was like, everybody should double down on their social media platform. I can't tell you how many leads I get from social media. Sure. And it's because, and, and in an authentic way, 
don't put stuff on there if you like you know driving a Bentley when you're you have to get out down the street and hand the keys back over to the dealership like <laughs> or, you're not or driving the old, the Bentley. or the old you, you shoot you shoot the commercial or something like that you shoot a whole thing of you with like you know private jet in the background or your nice Ferrari yeah, like, bitch, in the background you're flying coach Look, stop. <laughs> like, stop stop with your private jet exactly stop it. and it's that whole thing it's like oh we have to get as close to Ryan Serhan as possible and it's like you don't even see half the stuff that guy does on the back end to sure. get stuff sold or his quote unquote team right. so it's like I feel like this like like celebrity personification of like you know listing agents now has gotten like so nuts and it's 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 such a it's doing such a disservice because I think the people that are really good at their job are getting overlooked for like these big agents, maybe. And some of the big agents deserve everything. You sure. know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not taking away from big agents sure. or big teams. There's some people that are doing it the right and way. And their system clearly crushes it, right? Because yeah. you know they're not struggling, right? Right. I don't feel bad when a big time agent loses a listing. If I if I beat some if 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 I beat an agent out, right, and they're a big time agent, right. They're not looking at that listing, right? I, I lost an I lost a listing a couple months ago. No um, names, no names. No names, no names. Right? But I lost I lost a listing a couple months ago and it was unfortunate, right? It hurt. It hurt bad. Um, and you and I had this discussion about, yeah. about me losing that listing and who I lost it to and everything else, right? Um, but in reality is the reality is these big time agents, when they lose a listing, right? They don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> they, they don't right. care. Right? And and, and it, but I would even it argue blew up, it blew up my week because I'm yeah. like, what, what could I have done better to make sure that I didn't lose that listing, this and that? And the reality is, right, if, it, if, if my client's not going to listen to me on my pricing and my client's not going to listen to me on, on, on what needs to be done to sell their home, yeah. right, well, then I don't stand a fucking chance anyway, yeah. right? And the other agent's going to come in, right, and they're the, going to be the second listing agent and they're going to get the price reduction that I've been fighting for, right? Or they're going to get that client to, to, to negotiate down that, they, that I've been fighting that I've It's always good to be the second agent. It's good to be the second agent, right? It's nice. It's always good to be the second agent. You walk in and get to, you know, be the big winner and everything else, right? But in reality, is the first agent has probably been having those same discussions about the fact that they need to negotiate, right? Yep. And the the, the back end when that when that when that big agent loses that listing, they don't care. It's yeah. a volume game to them. It, you are you are a yeah, transactional would, number most I of the would, time. I would also say that like from and this is like a shout out to like the agents that you know in, in your situation. Like I would almost argue that regardless of value, you shouldn't care. Like I, I feel like there's like the certain like having a good relationship with money and like a flow. Mm-hmm. It's like energy, money's like energy. It, mm-hmm. Like if you, it, the quicker you bounce back from losing a listing, the more successful you will be. Sure. Like, and that's just life advice in general. Well, right? they, they, any they, failure. They, like to, you bounce back to, better. To your point, right? It was maybe, maybe losing that listing was the, the fire I needed under my ass to, to to really you know kick into gear uh, because you had that discussion with me was you know listen, who cares? Like yep. move on, right? Yep. It, it, you know move on, sulk in it for a night, and next tomorrow morning wake up and forget that you ever even had it and move on, right? Yep. And since then, my business has. has has I mean it's it's I'm busier than I know what to do with right I I look at I look at my pipeline I'm like shit man I really gotta find these people houses because I'm I'm constantly busy now yep. right and you know so Basically, your mindset I mean, it's shifts like in every business book it's every rah rah business seminar sure. they're like failure is necessary and you have to like it's it's how you re, re, it's sure. how you react to failure because sure. it is I mean there is something to be learned from every single thing for sure yeah. This is not taking the funny turn that I was hoping. It no, just got, got way got, serious. Yeah. Let's do something frivolous. What, what's like... Oh, boy. Okay, okay, okay. Oh I got a topic for you. Go I got ahead. a topic. Go ahead. I don't know about you, but I'm seeing this constantly. Mm. And I think... No, I do... You had it in a situation. You called the listing agent out on it, and I thought it was amazing. Okay. 
how about this new tactic listing agents have where they have no interest, no offers, no nothing. You check with them before, you submit an offer, and all of a sudden they well, we just got another offer. So now, now you have some competition. The old, let me fake it till I make it offer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and think, about, think about the fucking disservice that you're doing to, to, to your seller, right? Because think about the gamble that is, right? Because right. I, want it no, I want nothing more than when, when I get that, right? And, and you get that talk. I want nothing more than to, to, to have my buyer tell that person to take a walk. Mm-hmm. We're done with your listing, right? And the, I've done ga- it. The gamble that you take, yep. right? Because, you, you know, <laughs> what happens to that offer walks? You're yep. dead in the water, mm-hmm. right? And you talk about ethics and everything else, right? And, and you know, the, 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 the fake offer, right? Or my other favorite is not having everybody on the same page. What do you mean? Right? So... You talk about calling out agents. I have this... It's a gift and a curse, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I, I stopped not calling people out on their bullshit. Um, I, stopped, I stopped basically playing nice on, when it came to that. Right? I have a deal going on right now. Uh, put in a contract a, a couple of weeks ago. Right? And I initially said, submitted the offer. The place still showed as active on the MLS. Yeah. Right? But turned out that they were in attorney review. Okay. Well, here's my offer. Agent calls me, and it's a team. Agent calls me, you, you know, Tom, here's our counter offer to your offer. No. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. I get my client to meet those terms. No answer. Goes to three days. I'm following up. <laughs> Crickets. All right? And then, I, then, then a couple of days later, a different member of the team and the, and the transaction coordinator email me. Tom, if you meet these terms, you know, this is our counter. You meet these terms, we, you know, we, we can figure something out. I look at it and I go, I've met those terms. <laughs> your age, your other agent just gave me those and I sent you the contract. That's crazy. Right? And they're looking at it, go, you know, well, no, that, that's, that's not right. I said, here's the, and I, and I forwarded the email. I said, get your team on the same page. Mm-hmm. Here's our offer. Please actually present it to your client this time and let me know what the answer is. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, I mean, we just had one. She submitted, this building is shit. It is a shit building. Excuse my language. I wouldn't, I, I begged them not to submit on this thing. Right. No, 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 we have to do it. We love this unit. Okay, fine. We submit on the unit. I don't hear back for 48 hours. 48 hours. Unless you are like kidnapped and <laughs> sitting in like, you know, with a bag over your head. Bag over your head, hogtied. Exactly. Which some people are into, who knows? <laughs> You get back to someone, at least just say, I received your offer. Mm-hmm. I finally just sat there and called and hung up and called and hung up and called and hung up for 10 minutes. She answers, hi, I got your offer. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. No worries. Okay, great. I'll let you know how it goes. I don't hear back for another day. I'm like, listen, I, I don't, she needs to move. She needs to move. Just get back to me and let me know if we're going to move along here. Like, what are we doing? So, so wait, wait, it gets better. So she calls me back and goes, hey, we got your offer. Both the seller and I are on vacation, so we'll touch base in 11 days. 11 days. <laughs> 11 days. What? What? I literally said, I was like, where are you vacationing? She's like, excuse me? I'm like, well, have they started vacationing on Mars? Because if you're not leaving the planet, you have email access on that little tiny thing that you're talking to me on right now. So what? are you serious and it was like she was like well she's like you know we uh, we reserve the right to get back whenever we want 100 percent. but you have no other offers right yes no other offers okay so what are we doing here like why can't you just begin the process of this like what are we talking about here 
it's it, it's so obvious what what they're doing. It's just it's they're shopping the offer. A hundred percent. Right. They they they're they're trying to pit the offer about it because you back to the original back to the the start of this right is is where the market's going and everything else and people's fear about how many bids am I going to get on the place everything else right so they're immediately taking it and trying to shop it right yeah. and and <laughs> leverage that offer right. And they think we don't know what they're doing. Like, and that's what the beauty, what I honestly love about you, I find you so refreshing, is that you're just like, I know what you're doing, just stop doing what you're doing. Stop. <laughs> stop. It's amazing. Like, and think about the disservice. Like, you know, again, you run the risk of now this offer walks, and now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I got news for you. This is my offer now. Right? When, when I walk away and you come back to me and say, hey, is that offer still on the table? No, now it's $20,000 less. Right. Right? And good luck explaining that to your client. And that's why I'm excited for like a, a quote unquote slowdown. Like I, I think that's where you're going to just have people that have to conduct business in the right way. Like you just have to, there should be mutual like loss in a negotiation. Sure. There should be mutual wins in a negotiation. Uh, the perfect negotiation, people walk away both upset. Both feel like they, 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 that something they had to give something up. That's the definition of a good negotiation. And it's been so one-sided for too long. And then you combat that with everyone sitting inside and everyone on social media right. and everyone thinks they're entitled to the the, yep. the, war. the world. It's like, do you want to sell your house or do you not want to sell your house? And and you talk about like negotiations, right? And and you know everybody walks away you know equally upset or anything else, right? And you and I had this discussion. I'm horrible. I'm horrible at this. One of my biggest downfalls is taking my own competitive nature out of a negotiation, mm, right? Yeah. Because I don't want to. I like, and and the client doesn't really care. The truth right. is, the, the truth is, the client is going, okay, what, Tom, what's the number? Right. All right. Oh, okay. And I'm sitting there going, the number is this, but God, I don't want to go to it, right? And and like you know, and and sometimes you have to, you know, you have to take your aside. own competitive nature and put it to the side. Right and and I'm horrible at it, admittedly. No, I'm, you shouldn't say that. You, you at least are not. You acknowledge it. That's the and, first step and, <laughs> in yeah. the twelve step yeah. process. Is there is there the process to getting over that? Right. Um, but you talk about like doing doing the client the, the disservice, right? Yeah. Like like we just said, right? And and now now we're now it's, I guess it's going to take that turn that you're looking for, right? Is there's <laughs> there's so many fucking disservices that drive me up a wall, right? My biggest. Biggest, biggest disservice. What really grinds your gears? You know what really grinds my gears? (laughs) This drives me friggin' nuts. And I posted something, you know, a a quick selfie video on my Instagram page, and it it drives me crazy. I'm looking through photos on MLS, right? And I talk about this all the time. You have one shot at a first impression when people are scrolling your photos, Mm -hmm. right? And these agents, right? It's because it's a volume game, whatever, for whatever reason, are taking. Per, taking photos of a listing <laughs> that they're trying to sell with a goddamn iPhone. Right. <laughs> a professional photographer costs what? Uh, you know, a couple bucks, right? right. Like, like, like you're gonna make you're gonna make money on the yeah. deal if you sell it. We get paid so much money. Like, it's crazy that people still do this. But, I know. But we get paid money because you know, and, and because uh, they expect you to spend money. Well, they expect you to spend money on marketing, right? right? And and really, the level of service that we're offering, right? Some agents are earning that pay, mm-hmm. right? Other agents that are taking photos with you know with their goddamn iPhone and putting them on the internet, <laughs> right? They're not earning their fucking pay. No, and they're giving us all a bad. And they're giving us. They're making us all look bad, right? Mm-hmm. And. When that starts to happen, when when you get agents that are going to continue to take photos with their with their iPhones and everything else, right? And it makes us look bad, right? Well, it makes us look like the whole industry is not earning its keep on its Correct. commission, right? And then you walk into a listing appointment and immediately people are looking to beat you up on your on your commission. Yep. Right? And you the the sellers are going, Okay, 
you know, well, I mean, you guys, I, I could put my house on Zillow and, and I can sell it myself. Good luck. And Good you luck. can. And you can. You fully can. Yeah. But that's, that, I think you touched on something that drives me absolutely nuts. And I can't, I can't, I had a client who, his, the agent that I had the referral fee, mm-hmm. the agent that he ended up using who was paying me in a referral fee sold their home with multiple offers in a weekend. He went back, tried to retract my referral fee so that he could get lesser of a commission of his listing agent. This is after the fact. Because he felt that it was, it was too easy for them. And what drives me nuts about that is, one, you have a contract with an agent ahead of time. So she went balls to the wall, tried to get everything she possibly could, and sold your house with multiple offers on a weekend. That's a win. That's not, it's too easy to put my house on the market. I could have done it. Imagine doing such a good job. Exactly. For somebody exactly. that they're pissed off at it. And they take your money away. <laughs> and they take your like, freaking money away. Where are we? It's like, okay, so we, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy this, this truck, right? I'm going to buy this truck and I drive it off a lot and you know, I really don't like this truck. So I would like 10,000 off the truck I just bought. That's, that's not how that works. Like, that's not how that works. And it's, it's the, everyone's so quick to say that they don't need a realtor. It's like, who hurt you? You know, like what realtor did you have in the past Mm -hmm. where you honestly felt that we didn't do anything for you? Mm -hmm. Like I have clients that would never even consider doing anything without talking to me first. And it's because I provide value to them. Like I show them, you know, I I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked them out of buying something, you know? So walked in and be like, you can't buy this. Like that window is like falling out. You can't buy this. You know what I mean? Or like at least you present it to them like, you know, these are the downfalls. Now you decide what you want to do. Right. My job. Oh, I, I, this stupid my, microphone. I can't. I, I forget that it's on. I'm sorry. It's okay. Is like bad. The <clears throat> the value that you bring as an agent, right, is 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 going to be important. You talk about talking talking people out of properties, right? Not every agent does that. No, right? it's, it's, because because they're they can't afford to do it. Right. Right. They're sitting there and they're so worried about that. You know, they'll look at the the windows falling out. But it's not that bad of a fit. You could just you could just nail it in and, and put some trim around it. It'll be good. Right. Oh, dude. They shouldn't buy this place, right? Or the old, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, well, we want, you know, we want a thousand square foot apartment, right? <clears throat> okay. The, you know, yeah, that's, that's great. I know that you want a thousand square foot apartment, but, you know, this 500 square foot apartment, you know, has great bones and it, lo- and it looks, and it looks great. You can just redo this. Dude, you can't change the square footage. Right, right, Stop right. trying to talk people into properties that they don't want. It's the most expensive decision they're ever going to make in their life. Do right by them. Stop, right. stop talking people into shit. Yep. Right. And and the, but that's because we're all commissioned. I think a lot of people don't realize that we're not salaried. Right. We're all commissioned. So you right. get like all walks of life in that regard. Sure. Where people that are you, you, they need that sale to go through, or those kids aren't eating that week. Sure. You know. And that's that's what I think is like. You know, I, I've had so many people not want to use new agents for that reason. It's like no, you don't know what the situation with that new agent is. Maybe they're being backed by a team or someone supporting sure. them or something. You know. I, it's just it's having that conversation, like not making a judgment. I feel like is is a huge thing in our business. Yeah, because it really does. And the service, I mean, yeah, like ask where your listing's going. Are, are your is your agent just throwing it up on Zillow and walking away? Right. What okay? What, what are the marketing strategies, right? Because right. you know some of the listen the, the agents that and there's a lot of agents that make a very good living on cold calling, right? I'm not one of them. I I personally I hate, hate cold calling. It, yeah. Right. I I've tried it. It's it's it, it, it's miserable for me. <laughs> Um, you know, you spend the whole day, and and the agents that do it, it God bless you, yeah, right, because you spend your entire day making phone calls and basically getting told to go fuck yourself until <laughs> until you land one or two appointments, right, and now you go to those appointments and you, and you hope that you know you you hope that you land the listing, right. Um, me personally, I just, I just can't do it, um, but 
you know, it, it's a transaction number, right? It's a numbers game mm-hmm. for for some of these agents, right? And in, and when it's a numbers game like that, at times, right? Not always. At times, service is going to slip, mm-hmm. right? And be, to get the listing, they're going to do whatever they need to do, right? They're going to cut their commission at two percent, yeah. right? And they're so quick to cut their commission. Right, people are so freaking quick to say, uh, oh, "Preach!" You know, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll do, I'll do this for two percent. I'll do this, right? And and the truth is, right, for all of you sellers out there that are that are sitting there going, "I want to negotiate," and you know, I, and you should do this for four percent because you know, so many agents are doing such a good job in their market that they that they're pissed off that they're paying too much for the service, right? Go get an agent who's go get an agent who's gonna you know chop their commission by a bunch, right? Go get. You know, a, a company, a, a fly-by-night brokerage to list your home for a discounted thing, for a discounted, uh, you know, uh, commission, and then tell me that paying five percent wasn't worth it, right? Right? And if here's the truth, right? And <laughs> you were the one who who told me this years ago, right? And it's true. If I'm willing to cut my commission this quickly for a seller, mm-hmm. right? And that's my money. It's coming out of my pocket, coming out of the brokerage's pocket, coming out of my split, everything else, right? I'm willing to cut my own money that quickly. Yep. What do you think I'm going to do with your money when I'm negotiating a deal? 100%. 100%. Like, what am I going to do with yours? I don't give enough of a shit to negotiate my own money. Right. I'm, going to, I'm going to negotiate yours? Right. Right. Come on. I just want to get. I just want to get it done. Yep. I, I just. It's I, so, I just, it's I just so need to get this true. in the contract and 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 move on to the next transaction. Right. So. So. And that's, that's, that's like not, to me, that's like the first sign of an agent who's not confident in their ability. Or from a seller's perspective, if you're having that conversation with someone right off the bat, I'm, I'm almost inclined to not take the listing. Like, I'm almost like, where is this going? If you don't think you, you have me in here, where is this going? If you don't think I'm worth 5% of this sale, right? Like, think about that. Right. So I'm, I'm only getting half of that 5%, which is another thing that grinds my gears. The <laughs> listing agents that take three and give out two. Oh. God. Are you serious? But anyway, so I want to I want to get violent with them. <laughs> like I want to like like when oh, it's, I'm doing one right now. She's taking three and giving one. I didn't even realize it. I, like, we did the commission bill. Nicole's like, you you're getting one percent on this. I'm like, who's getting one percent? Like how, how I called it? her. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? And she was like, well, she's like, you know, it was I did so much and I had it. That's not my problem. That's hashtag not my problem. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Either way, whatever. You know, I do for my clients. It's fine. But like. That's a perfect example. Like if you're, if you, one, if, if you have a client that's immediately bringing up your commission on the first meeting, something's going to go awry there. They, sure. They're immediately concerned that you're not worth it. They're talking to, you know, Joe Schmo Realty, who's willing to do the listing for 3%. For three, and yeah. you're, you know, your listing's going to be in the back of a ShopRite flyer. Like, good luck. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Like, okay. it's just, it drives me, it, oh my God. Okay. That actually grinds and, my gears. And, and that same agent who's doing it for a discount, for a discount, let me, let me fill everybody else in on a little bit of secret here, right? Yeah. For, it's for the sellers, right? <laughs> that same agent who's giving you that discount, deal right mm-hmm. that, you know, I'll, I'll do it for 3% of this and that right and, and I'll, I, you know, I'll screw the agent that's, that's buying that, that's bringing the buyer right guess what when I'm the buyer's agent and I call that agent and say mm-hmm. hey listen I need to you know I, I want to write an offer I've got questions about this place right because they're because this is a volume game to them and they're not getting paid very much on it right chances are your listing is slipping by the wayside and the, the level of importance yep. to that listing that, 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 that they really give a shit about, yep. chances are you're not gonna get the same level of, of importance that, that, that if you're paying somebody, right? You get what you pay for, yeah. right? You're gonna, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get the level of service from that agent yep. that you're paying for, right? Yep. So when you're, when you're trying to get the discount, listen, you can, you can do it for discount. You can, there's gonna be people, people that do yeah. it for less than us, right? 
and that's okay. Right? Yeah, it's okay. But, but they're but they're not going to give you the same level of service. It's just not. It's just it's just impossible. I agree. I agree. It's impossible. My father always used to say, right? He's buy power tools, and he's, every time I'd walk in with them, I go, you know, hey, what's the uh, you know, you're, you're buying the most expensive tool on the rack, right? Do we really need a twelve hundred dollar table saw, <laughs> right? Like, and he's looking at me going. Yeah, we need a $1,200 table saw because you get what you pay for. Yeah. This table saw will last me the rest of my life, right? Yeah, you should pay 5% because you get what you pay for because our agency is going to, you talk about marketing, we're going to push it out everywhere, yeah. right? We're going to give you better reach, right? I've built a network of agents, as have you, throughout the country and now with hopefully with EV, hopefully move on to throughout the world that are going to see your listing, yeah. right? That you don't know who somebody knows. So my agents that are out in California and Utah are going to get a picture of your listing and go, hey, listen, you have anybody looking in New Jersey? Yeah. Right? You think that the agent that you're paying freaking a dead 3% to is going right. to look to push that out to other, to right. other people and really market, personally market your property? I like my chances there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, it's also like, and I hate to do this, but like, I wish Anthony was on this podcast right now because he'd be making fun of me. Like, I take it to another extreme. I like very nice things. I work very hard. I pay for very nice things. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between driving, you know, a jalopy or putting yourself in, you know, a, a nice Jeep or putting yourself in a Mercedes or putting yourself with, like, it's, it's what you, it's what you surround yourself with, sure. right? It's like, it, in addition to like the quality of people you surround yourself with on some level, it's like, where do you, like, I want to wake up and I want my feet to touch a beautiful carpet and I want to go to like my nice clean bathroom and I want to, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's one of those things that, like, that's what I work hard for, sure. right? And, that, and that's what I, I have no problem paying top dollar. No problem if paying the do- top dollar if, it, if it's worth it, if the value's correct. there, right? And, and when you're talking about bringing value, when you're selling your home, this is, this is the biggest financial decision of your life. Right, right. right? Like, what, this we're is, skimping on a we're, percentage point. You're worrying about that, right? Yeah, like, I, like I, 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 my buddy Pete, who, who does a ton of mortgages for me, right? And, and he talks about using the right attorney, mm-hmm. right? And you get clients that go, well, that attorney's fifteen hundred dollars, and I can do you know my my, oh, my, my friend God. my friend's an attorney, and he's going to do it for seven hundred, right? This is the biggest decision of your life, mm-hmm. and you want to discount legal advice. I tell Pat all the time. If, so my husband, if you're attorney. trying to penny pinch here, yeah, what are you doing? What are you going to do when you own the home? Oh yeah, full on. We have people who don't want to do title insurance. I'm like, what? What the hell is wrong with you? Like, what? What happens if your neighbor owns half of your freaking like, house? What are like, we what's doing? Wrong with you? It's crazy. Please, I tell Pat all the time. So Pat has his own firm, and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta raise your prices. Like, he works way too hard for everyone. I'm like, you gotta raise your prices. He's like, no, I would lose business. And I'm like, that's insane to me. What's the difference if you're paying thirteen fifty or fifteen fifty? It's two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. It's it, please it's, right. And and you want to you want to entrust this huge financial decision to somebody who's willing to do it for less. Yep. Right. Please. And and listen, to each their own. Right. Whatever blows your hair back. I, 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 think, I, I think I think you're out of your fucking mind for for wanting you know wanting lesser service. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe you know. I mean, speaking of things that people won't spend money on, lockbox. Oh Jesus! How about Christ. these agents that in their in their thing say you have to pick up the keys at the office? <laughs> it, 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 you had to pick up the keys in the office. Like we're in the fucking dinosaur age. Right, like, like at least at a minimum, at a minimum, yeah. you can spring for a combo lockbox and get your client to sign nope, off the fact nope, that you're allowed to have it. Nope, not I'm even the client in. signs off in it. Yeah, the client has to. Pay. You have to pay to have the lockbox. It's like the, the things now. You have to pay. It's like a. It's like a legit amount. I think it's like five hundred bucks for if what? you don't use the super lockbox. A super lock. I mean, here I pay for it as a broker. Sure. But super lockboxes are one hundred and fifty dollars. Again, let's go back to like. <laughs> 
how much you're going to make on this sale, right? Like, you can't spend $150 on a, a proper lockbox that securely dispenses keys for your client's house. What in the literal fuck are we talking about here? Or the agent that calls you and goes, and goes, hey, uh, I don't have super access. Yeah. How do, what? How, how are you a real estate agent? <laughs> I, can't, how, I can't. How are you an agent? How, so you want me to drive out to that listing to right. let you in the house because you, again, you're going to make how much money on the sale because you won't pay the fee right. to have an app on your phone to I open know. the lockbox? I know. It's madness. Right. But this is like when they talk about the market correction. I'm just like, let's go. Let's go. That's correct. It's gonna, because it's gonna, it's gonna push. It's gonna push a lot of the shit out. Yep. Right. It's in all push, directions. It's gonna push the people that that got into real estate. Going, yeah. How how fucking hard could this be? Ryan Serhant makes money. I can make money. Yeah. I watch. I watch fucking million dollar <laughs> listings. Right. He, he he just does a bunch of crazy shit on YouTube. Right. And he and he takes a bunch of cool videos. How fucking yeah. hard could this be? How bad could it be? Oh, right? And, and those people are 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 going to get pushed out because. They sold to the they sold to the, the the houses to the two friends that were looking for homes that made them get you know that made them oh I need to get my real estate license because I can sell I've got two friends that want to buy houses yep and then they those transactions closed and they went well well now what do I do yep right and now with the market correction they got they got to learn how to work they got to they have to put together a business plan and they don't know how to do any of that shit and frankly they don't really have an interest in doing it because they thought that they were going to come in and everything was just going to be handed to them yeah. um, because there's a whole fucking generation of people out there that think that everything should just be handed to them. Oh my God. I, I had an agent, I'm not kidding you, recruiting. I had an agent that, I, I'm a terrible recruiter. I, I'm just going to state that as a I fact. Know. I know. <laughs> because I literally go in these meetings and if somebody says something and I'm like, oh, you're going to be a lot. I, I like literally <laughs> shut down. <laughs> I'm like, Corporate was so. I had a coach for a while, and they're like, "You can't shut down. You have to. You have to continue you, to you recruit." You gotta do like, this. I, I don't want to though. Like that, I really don't care. I had when I opened this place, I had a huge agent want to come over, and I just it, they were gonna have to be on a hundred percent split. They were a nightmare to deal. I was like, "What are we gonna do here?" Like, I don't care if like your my sign is everywhere. I just want to sell real estate the right way. Like, I don't care. Right. But it, our business has been such an ego play, and like now it's like you see. I mean. <laughs> see like other brokerages recruiting like i i love our group like they'll share with me what how sure. they're being recruited by other brokers and it's it's amazing it's yeah. amazing no i i i've i've gotten those calls and, and everything else and and I, listen i'll 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 take meetings mostly because i like to shoot the shit about the business right like i want yeah. i want to hear i want to hear what other people are doing right what, what are you having success with what do you where you know what do you what are you struggling with right what do you offer um, but one of the reasons, you know, when I was deciding where to make my move, one of the reasons I came here was be, be <laughs> as crazy as this sounds, right? Because of your inability to recruit, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> right? No! Because, because you suck at recruiting, right? It was, it was more of a like, hey, you know, I'm going to be, let's be frank here, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, here, listen, Tom, here's, here's what I can offer you, right? Here's, here's what I'm bringing to the table. And either take it or leave it, right? Right. And and that level of you know, I talk about transparency a lot um, when I'm with my clients, things like that. That level of transparency, <laughs> it goes a long way, right? I don't need to be sold. I'm 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 in the business of sales, right? right? Don't you don't need to sell me, man? Like this, like you can you can just be straight up. Like let's let's be straight up honest, right? Um, and, and let's be open with each other, right? And and some of this shit, they well, we offer this, and everything's like rose colored glasses. And I'm looking at it going, dude, there's no way. There's no way that you can guarantee the shit that you're guaranteeing me. Yeah. Like, you're blatantly like, lying to me. I know. <laughs> and then there's also, like, when someone immediately, it's like the, the commission conversation when you have a listing, but it's like, when someone says to me, like, how many leads are you going to give me? I'm like, zero. 
And you have to see people's face, like their head spin around and green slime come out. I'm like, why am I going to give you leads? You work for me and for this brokerage. Let's go. I'll show you how to fish. I'll teach you how to fish. Right, the old days. I'll spend hours with you, you didn't, teaching didn't you how to fish. Didn't, did you learn that adage? Because didn't you try and break that out a couple episodes ago? With yes, bring, yeah, give a man, did, you, did you figure it out? Fish a man, t- give a man a fish. You teach feed him for a, life. Give a man a fish. Give a man te- a fish. Give a man a fish. You feed him for a day. <laughs> teach a man a fit to fish. You feed him for a lifetime. That one. Yeah, yeah. that one. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like you want a real business here, or do you want to make a couple right. mo- bucks for six months until you completely burn out and I hand you all the shit leads? Like, right. what are we talking about here? Right. Like, yes, you come here, you're gonna get real leads from real people that come in from other Anglo Volker brokerages and all that other stuff. But no, here it's, you're listing your leads. We train you to be a listing agent. Like that's that's my belief because I don't want to leave this. Like this isn't the Lisa show, right? Like I hope no one knows who I am in 10 years. Like I, the whole point is elevating you all to a certain perspective where you guys are all, you know, rocking and rolling with your own businesses, sure. whatever that looks like, whatever you want it to look like. Sure. Like, I, I no, I'm not going to sit here and and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for leads that have a three percent success rate. Right. Go 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 fish. So it's funny, right? And and I've got a call today with uh, with like a social media company, right, to talk about stuff like exactly like this, right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that that she spoke about in the on the broke agent podcast, right, was exactly that. Like like, do you want? those leads that are coming in and doing, you know, that are just being generated from the Zillows and the realtor.com or your team leader, right. Or your team leader, right. Or do you want, do you want people to be calling you and asking to work with you because you're a genuine person, right? Because, because, because the stuff that you're putting out there, the content that you're putting out there, right. Is, is being successful and really educating the clients. And you're helping. It's why this company calls them advisors and not agents. It's you're advising someone on what they can do, what they can do throughout their entire life. And, and, and it's, and listen, there's, I'm not, I'm not knocking the, the, the leads that people are getting, right. People are making good money off those, off those leads and everything else. Right. And, and to each their own again, right. Whatever pulls your hair back. Right. (laughs) But, but if, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. right? If that if that's if that's what you're looking for, right? You know, what are you what are you gonna do here, right? right? And and where and what's your plan down the road? How how what are you bringing to the table? What value are you bringing? And where do you want your business to go? Right? Where do you, do you want to be someone's minion for the rest of right. your life, don't you, or don't do you, you want, want to people, be something? Don't you want people calling you yeah. and saying like, hey, I want to work with you? Wouldn't that be nice? Yep. Like yep. you know, people calling, working by referral or or or. Having a, a a marketing plan that's causing people to call you and go, hey, you know, Lisa, I, you know, I saw this or I saw that or I learned about you on this platform, whatever yeah. it is. Are you talking about your leads that you get from from social media, right? Yep. And and I'm, I I choose to work with you, right, as opposed to the 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 lead that comes in from Zillow that that same person is also talking to six other agents because they yeah. just emailed a bunch of freaking properties, right? Right. And now you've got to you know you got to hope that they decide to get something through you, right? Right. There's no loyalty there. No. No. And I, you know, I say this and I don't mean this like to sound like I'm bragging because I, I, I mean, I think you know me and most of mm-hmm. my, my viewership knows me, but it's like, I make a lot of money working by referral. Yeah. Like, could I make, if, if I did the cold calling, if I had 15 minions, if I did all that, could I be making more money? Of course. But I make a lot of money and I get to sit back and work with people I care about who send me their people that they care about. Everyone's loyal and honest 
and we can have an open conversation and I get to follow with you. I have one client, their kids are like, I'm, I'm looking for a property for their kids now. Right. Like, that's awesome. What, but that's the kind of, that's the life I wanted with this business is sure. I wanted, I wanted this to be something I could morph with over time. Sure. Like, and I think you're very much the same way. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've looked, I looked at my pipeline and I am, you know, the last, the last couple of years I've been operating between about a 93 and 97 ish percent um, business by referral rate. Mm. Uh, my, my current pipeline is 100% referral. That's awesome. Right. And, and when it, when it's, when it's not a hundred percent, right. I'm not saying that I'm going out and, and getting it from door knocking or cold calling or anything like that. Right. right. If it's not a hundred percent. I mean, you know, it, I got a lead from an open house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's my, that's my percentages that, that are not referral. Right. Is, is, you know, I got a lead from open house. I got a lead that, that, that came into the office and it was, it was handed to me cause I was, you know, next up or whatever, however, however it may be. Right. Yep. Um, but now I'm at a point where 100% referral. Yeah. Right? And it's nice because you sit back. You just sit right? and you and get like, to work with people who actually want to talk to you. Yes. Right? It's nice to make a phone call and have the person answer go, hey, tell them how you been. How, yeah. How's the family? How's the baby? This and that. As opposed to, hey, can uh, you know, I, listen, I've got, you know, are you entertaining agents? Fuck you. Right. <laughs> okay. Have a good day. That escalated quickly. Okay. That's happened. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. No, and, it's, and then it's like, you know, you beca- you get to go to their kids' birthday parties. I've been to countless of my clients' weddings. They've been to my, you know, kids' baptisms. Like, we, we end up traveling together. Like, it's, sure. a, it's a beautiful life with this sure. business versus, you know, calling and telling having people. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, I we've exhausted many topics here. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that really grinds your me. gears? That gets me going. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the biggest thing, and it drives me nuts when we see it every friggin' day, is, is truly, right, with the uncertainty, and this is unfortunate, right, because it's the end of the podcast, who knows if people, you know, hopefully you're still tuned in, right? The uncertainty of this market and where it is, yeah. right, with where this uncertainty is, picking the right agent matters now more than it ever has, yeah. right? And unfortunately, not all agents are built the same, yep. right? And uh, there, there are a lot of agents out there that are doing your homes a disservice, Right. So my biggest piece of advice, right, is is interview agents, right? Figure out what you want in an agent and go find that agent because the truth is, right, and I know people don't want to hear, right? Real estate agents, people in the industry don't want the truth is we're a dime a dozen. Yep. Right? There's a million of us out there. Right. So figure out what you want in the agent and go and go find that agent. Yeah. Right. And, And you know, watching, watching, as I said, watching on 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 you know the MLS and things like that, the disservice that agents are doing their clients. Right, and allowing photographs to be taken with, you know, I've seen photographs with people with people in them, people walking through them. <laughs> My favorite one is the dog. Like, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> Why is what, the dog on the couch we, in your photo? What are we for doing? Sake? <laughs> right, dirty laundry on the floor. The, dis- the level of disservice out there to, to sellers is, is absurd. It's crazy. It's, it's absurd. Crazy. Well, listen, thank you for jumping on here. It's obviously been a pleasure being your friend for so long. I'm so thrilled you're finally, we're finally working under the same <laughs> umbrella again. Um, so one more time so people can look out for it. It's Whirly Refers the World. There's Whirly Refers the World is is, is currently in the works where I'm going to highlight markets um, you know, nationwide and, and eventually worldwide uh, through the EMV network um, and how I can help you get there um, and kind of expand how, you know, talk about how I can help manage deals from anywhere in the world and, and make sure that I put you in touch with the right client. Like we talk about picking the right client matters. Yeah. Um, 
my vast network allows me to, to take my referrals and send them out to, to people who are going to get the same level of care as though I was handling the deal. Perfect. Um, and what's your Instagram now? Twirly33. And it will always be my Instagram because I'm a very simple person and I don't plan on changing it. <laughs> um, 33. Um, Is that for Nick? No, it's my badge number on the fire department. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yep. I love that. Yep. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in. This was a long one. Hopefully, we made you laugh a little bit, <laughs> made you think a little bit, and uh, more with uh, Let's Be Frank with Tom Worley. Uh, we will definitely continue this uh, this segment going forward. So be careful out there. It's rough. See you later. <laughs>